Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hey creators, this is Roland and welcome to the Writer's Creator Space, a space where you as an author or aspiring author can get inspiration, advice, tips and encouragement on your self-publishing journey. This is episode 27 and today I will be talking to a good friend of mine, Olga Matsunura, and she has written her second book, well written and published her second book um and this is the second time that i am interviewing her the last time i did so was last year around april when she released her first book so i thought it's definitely uh, the right thing to do to interview her when as she has released her second book because i am in that place where i'm writing my second book while i'm almost done and i wanted to know like the writing process and the things that she went through so that's why i got her on the show and her book her second book is titled reforming your character um so we spoke about the book um and we also talked about the lessons that she learned from writing her first book and how she used what she learned to write her second book. We also talked about mistakes that she made in her first book that she overcame in her second book. And currently, um, Olga runs her uh, pastry a business, um, and she does uni. So we also spoke about priorities and how to balance the things that we do because she's already busy with orders and baking and then there's school and then there's life. So I was very interested to find out how she was balancing all these things and writing on top of that. Because again, um, I feel like also I'm in that place where I'm also trying to balance a whole bunch of things with business and life and writing and and it can be challenging. So I really wanted to just get her insight and her point of view on how she um, balanced all that. So, like I said, I think this is a great interview and I think you're going to enjoy this. Um, So, without wasting any more time, let's get into the interview with Olga Matsanura. Hey, Olga, it's great to have you back on the podcast. Um, How have you been doing? Thank you so much, Roland. It's good to be here again and I've been really great. It's been long since yeah. I heard from you yeah. and I, I, I'm really amazing really so now tell me um I don't actually remember exactly when you were on but confirm it's about an, 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 not a year right it's been like probably about eight months nine months no actually it was um April oh wow wow okay so that's because actually I released my book in April so it should have been in April um yes April May about. Oh, okay. So uh, that's great. So just tell me then what's been going on from that time till now. What have you been up to? Wow, wow, wow. I've been, uh, I've been in brief. You don't have to go fully, but just overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing a, a lot of things right now, and um, a lot has been going on. Uh, 
I've been I've written more books and I'm still writing more books again and I have the aspects the business aspect of it new businesses again and school is about to open as well so that is what I've been doing and preparing myself for more things to come so yeah Oh nice okay um and then just quickly highlight what businesses do you have Well um I have a pastry business and a cooking okay. business which functions as one that's called um OG Pastry Corner nice. and then I have a new business that I've been you know contemplating for a while since last year to open which I'm finally putting things in order that's my own natural hair care line products like organic that's called Elysian Meraki so that's another business that I am I'm, I'm planning to do and I have another one of um t-shirts woodies you know from my side winter's almost around the corner okay so I want okay. to make t-shirts for t-shirts woodies anything that is you know kingdom based that spreads the word and I not necessarily preach the gospel to each and every person but you can spread through t-shirts, clothes, anything. So basically that's what I'm doing at the moment. Nice. And the one thing that I definitely forgot to actually ask and some people heard you the last time but where are you actually um having this interview from? Where are you based? Well, I'm based in Cyprus, not Cyprus that's like um close to Turkey. To those that might say where is Cyprus? Cyprus is just after Turkey. Nice. Okay. No, no, Kutli is not. Thanks for that. Um all right. So I think we can get into um your book because you said you are writing books. So this is not even the last book. Uh this is your second <laughs> Of course, book. of course. As Come long on. as I'm breathing. I mean. Come on. And so this is your second book. So just tell us a bit about it like what made you uh decide to write this specific book? Um yeah, and the process um you've undergone to write it. Well, basically I'll start by thanking everybody for listening or whoever's going to listen to this podcast. I'm really grateful and for taking the word out there for everybody to learn. I'm I'm hoping you learn some one or two things from from my own personal experiences. Why I say so is because this book that I've written about, it's called uh, Reforming Your Character. It's okay. basically my it's a personal book in that I'm 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 writing basically about me my experiences. Nice. You know, I I have been suffering if if you read the book or those that have were going to listen have read the book, I've been really struggling with character, you know, um the way I talk, the way I express myself, the way what I should say at that moment. So I said to myself that was a season where i was just down and i had enough of this you know every day somebody would come and tell me oh the way you spoke to me this one and that one so i sat down and said i need to learn how do i learn and record this and then i said okay because i like writing things down let me just write a book and you know address it to myself and my learning period so that somebody who's going through the same predicament as i am might actually learn something you know we are they might not think they're the only ones out there that have character deficit or problems so they it could help them as well so basically that's what made me to write the book it was basically what I I have been going through with my character and i love that because um just to tell you a quick story so i blog write and i remember this actually about 2 weeks ago i wrote a blog post okay it was uh it was just a random blog post i wrote it and i shared it and the following week um so let's just say i wrote it 3 weeks ago because the following week when i uh, i was going through something and 
I remembered the post that I wrote and I actually went back to it and everything that I wrote was actually for the time for this particular thing that I was going through and it actually spoke to what I was going through at that time and I was sure I was like oh wow I wrote yes for people but I wrote this book this post for myself and it seems exactly. from me to hear what you, um, uh, I'm talking about is that it's almost the same thing where and whereas you write the books and on this journey, this is a very important thing to always remember is that, yes, you are writing for people and whatever, but it's also part of your process, your growing process, your life. And, and that's where, what makes a book more real, actually, you know, like that's how yes. impact happens people is when you're relate. writing from that. People can relate yeah, yeah, yeah. and resonate with the book as well. Tell me, and does that actually help you even to, as far as creativity and as far as direction for your book, does that help writing from that place? It does, actually. It plays a very huge part. You know, I had one man of God, like, um, I don't know if you know him, Apostle Selman. He was talking about experiences. You know, it's easier, for example, to preach from your experiences. It's easier to teach from your experiences because you're, you're basically saying something that you've experienced, something that you've gone through. So it's easier to write and it's easier for people to then resonate with it because it's not something from the ordinary or it's just something you heard and you want to try to explain it. Mm. So basically, it's you, you can't really buy experiences, but then, you know, the experiences that can you can just go through them and then when you're writing them, it becomes so easier. Like, you know, there are certain things you would, you would, I mean, be surprised that, okay, I know these things. Why? Because these are things that you've experienced and it's part of the learning process where your, your spirit now, you know, connects and integrates with what you've experienced and merges it into one thing that you've learned. And when you're bringing it out, it comes out as maybe a revelation or something that is, you know, out of the ordinary because it's you basically bringing mm. life to, to, you know, to what is going on. I like that. Okay, no, I, and, and I agree with that. And for guys listening, and this is dependent also on the type of books that you write, so genre. So this is more non-fiction. You know, like of course, yes, you can also do it in non-fiction. I mean, in fiction books and all that. But I yeah, think if yeah. if you're always thinking about what am I going through and how your story does matter your story does have an impact and um, because you are writing the story so um, as much as you can write from the experiences that you have and whatever you write no matter what genre try to inject it with the things that you're going through and I think that's where the impact and the power comes all right so I think that actually plays into my next question and that is you wrote your first book in April right and now you're on your second book so Talk about the lessons um, that you learned from your first book that that you've now implemented in your second book and how have they even helped you now? Has it made your second book writing easier? And yeah, and talk through that and what it's been like. Oh man, oh man, I've really learned a lot. You know, you know, it's just like you being a novice in something, you, you don't know what to do, when to do it or how you should go about it. Mm-hmm. And me writing this first book, it has really helped me because I was just writing, you know, when you Google, you go on YouTube, watch how to write a book, yeah. you know, watch sermons. Yeah. There's so many sermons. Like uh, um, I, I watched one by Dr. Miles Monroe on how to write a book, how to write and publish a book. 
So you know, you're you're self teaching, you're teaching yourself, like yeah. self educating. Yeah. So um, it has helped in that I now have a, a feel of what it takes, how to go about it, how we should write. It doesn't simply mean when you get something, just jot it down. There's a way you will write it, a way that can make sense. You know, uh, it's it's a book is not something like an informal thing. Mm-hmm. So it has really helped me to put the right words, the right sentences, you know, the construction, the layout, how you you go about it, you know, how it, it can progress because the book should progress. The fact that there are different chapters doesn't mean, you know, it's, 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 um, you can, uh, how do I put it? You can juxtapose anything. No, but it has to flow. So mm-hmm. that's one thing I've also learned that um, you can say something and it has to flow. At the same time, it has helped me not to do repetition. You know, mm-hmm. repetition when mm-hmm. you're writing something, but you keep, you might explain it in a different way, but it means the same thing. So basically, I've learned a lot of things on how to, you know, put the, uh, it's not only about vocabulary, you know, the jargon, oh, my book has to have words. You know, there's some friction, uh, not that I'm talking down on anything, but there's some uh, books that when you read, you can't even understand what they're saying, mm-hmm. you know, because there's too much vocabulary. I've also learned that it's not really about the vocabulary. It can be so um, simple, but yet pass across the message that people can relate. You're not writing for revelation sake to people to say, I know, but you're writing for people to learn something, to be edified. So these are so many things, just to mention a few that I've learned so far. Okay, all right. Um, so still on that, um, can you um, talk about like the, I won't say one, but two of the most important lessons that you've learned from your first book that you've um, implemented in your second book that you're like, wow, this is, these are, lessons that I'm going to take throughout my writing career, like the two most important that you're like, how did I not see that in the first book? Hmm. Um, I mean, if I understood your question, well, I've learned really to listen to the Holy Spirit. That's okay. one of the important um, points that I can't buy. I can't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can't really take for granted. It can be knowledge and all that, but I've, I've learned really to obey the instruction, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Nice. Do you remember our last um, interview? I told you that this book, it was back from the Holy Spirit. I didn't plan it at yeah. all. And I wrote it within a space of one month. So it's these are things that the Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm, I'm being led by him then. You know, I, I will just, the Holy Spirit just tell me, write a book on this, write a book on this, because I might not really know. That's another thing that I will talk later on that more, many people will think, oh, I can't write a book because I don't have enough enough knowledge. No, you can start from somewhere. You don't have to be, to say to yourself, I now know for you to write something. No, the Holy Spirit can lead you, can help you write things that you had no idea. They can spring up forth from your bellies, from the rivers of your living waters. So that's one lesson, following the Holy Spirit and following him, depending on him and the grace and the grace. Mm-hmm. I've learned that, you know, where the grace is sufficient, you can do anything. If there's no grace sufficient for that, if, if you're not gifted in that grace, you can't do many things and it can't be recognized. The fact that something is recognized and celebrated is because the grace, the presence of the grace, the presence of the spirit of God. So that's most of, that's all I can say, basically, because it was a devotional book. You know, I had day one to 31 had different things to talk about. So I can't really pinpoint an individual thing from all of them. But yeah. all I can say is, is 
the spirit and the grace of God. Okay, no, no, coolies. Um, and then also talk about like challenges as well. I know I asked you for your first book, but what has come up in your writing of your second book as far as challenges that you had to overcome again? Like, so you wrote your first book and you've experienced some challenges, right? And then now you've written your second book. What were some of the challenges that you had to face that came up in your first book? And you're like, oh man, this again. You're like, so talk about that. Some of the challenges you faced and had to overcome in your second book. Well, um, thank you very much. Um, challenges I went through, you know, no more challenges when it comes to writing is uh, mistakes, unnecessary mistakes. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. You know, you know, when people that do cryptocurrencies and, you know, uh, that do codings and mm-hmm. all those things, you know, you can just miss a, a comma or a full stop or anything and the whole thing gets ruined. And you're thinking where, you know, you struggle to see where the mistake is. And when you find it and it's already done, it's like you can't undo it. That's part of the, the things I learned from. I had There were some mistakes I noticed in my book and I couldn't, in as much as I saw it, the book is already out. I can't be posting, oh, there's a mistake here. You know, the credibility yeah. is also important. Yeah. Credibility of your writing is very, very important. So, and accountability as well. So that's another mistake, making unnecessary mistakes. You know, you have, your mind has to be set in one place. So that's another mistake. Uh, I mean, the challenges I went through and, um, you know, where you can put things to make sense. Um, um, and that person where sometimes things that don't really make sense, you know, might say something, but it doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. So that's another challenge mm-hmm. I had to go through that, you know, when reading something, it should make sense to me first before yeah. it makes sense to yeah. people out there. Because the first thing it doesn't make sense to you. What makes you think that people out there can make sense out of it? I'm just speaking small, small um, kind of mistakes that, everyone can relate with you yeah. know not just as authors directly ourselves but any person who's i mean aspiring to write or wants to know okay what do i do when i feel like it doesn't make sense or i make mistakes you still keep going you need to keep going until you know by doing that constantly you are you know you're purifying that gift you're purifying that 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 skill until it becomes flawless no yes and you know i, I like that because um mistakes as well i think you also have to see them in a different way right because like what you're saying is that when you make mistakes you have to have that attitude or mindset of saying okay so i made a mistake and i can grow from it and not trying to beat yourself down um because you made this mistake or that mistake or but now instead Mm -hmm. use that as your fuel to say you know what okay i made that mistake i can be better i can learn this or you know so that opportunity for you to grow actually an avenue for you to be better next time yeah 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 yeah. and that's how and i think it's also quite a challenge because I, i remember for me like writing my first book yes i saw lots of mistakes and whatever so the challenge has been for the second time and the books that i am working on is trying to say okay fine i'm making mistakes i'm falling but you know what it's good because that means i'm growing as an author and as a a writer and you know like there's this whole journey that i'm on and actually let's speak about that as well so you've written your second book right and you said there's many more books so Am I correct in saying that you see yourself as an author and you in this for the long haul? Like you see yourself writing for a long time, and it's this is isn't just a phase where 
I just want to write books and then there's going to be a time I'm not going to write books. Roland, uh, truthfully speaking, lovingly speaking, I am going to write books as long as, like I said earlier on at first when we started that, as long as there's breath in my nostrils, nice. I will nice. still write. You know, I get challenged the same way you were saying you're, you're challenged. I get challenged. You know, I hear people, preachers saying they've written hundred and, uh, and, and these books. You know, um, I, I was listening to Joyce Meyer. She's, she's written over um, 170, is it 100? Uh, no, more than that. Oh you know, books. And then I was like, Olga, you're on just two books and the third one I'm soon released, but you still have a long way. So that alone keeps me going. Why? Because I've already seen myself in that light. That's another thing too that because everyone else is writing books doesn't necessarily mean you should write books. Mm. Is it where you're supposed to go? Is it your direction of your purpose? And if so, keep going. As long as there's God wants you to do something, do it. It's not about looking at yourself personally. It's about God's purpose. So that's basically what I can say that I will not stop writing because I've seen some people, females or male, whatever the case might be, attaining many books over 200 if i can do it if i've written one why can't i write more nice mm -hmm. okay all right thank you for that and i think that's also important like especially getting into this and of course there's always this debate where there's people that write books for the sake of you know like okay i want to make money so um there's nothing else in it so i'm just doing it for that for the process sake of it and like and that doesn't last too long where when you're becoming an author this is something that you have to think about is like am i in this for the long haul because that then will determine how much you can take as far as pressure as far as challenges you know like because they are and, and also learning things you need to take time to learn those things so if you're not in this you know, for the know, long just, haul it's a, it's going to be harder for you yeah. You just reminded me of something that mm -hmm. um, your question is good. Very good. Very important. Thank you for raising that question. I just rem remembered something that, you know, if if something is for the long run, if you see yourself doing something um, over and over effortless, effortlessly and you still get the, you know, the, the satisfaction and the desire, the passion, it means it's from God. Mm -hmm. But if you feel mm -hmm. you're getting tired and you just don't want to do it anymore, like you don't feel the, the passion, the drive to do that again, it's not really check if it's really from God. I'm not saying you might not get um, tired along the way. You might not feel like you want to faint. No, it, those things, they come. It's not like as rosy and smooth, but check, try to always keep yourself in check if it's really from God or it's really just you wanting to do it. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Okay. Coolie. So, one other thing that I want to talk about is like you said, you got your businesses and they're busy and now school is about to start, but I want you to talk about how you were able to, about priorities. Let me just say that. And like, cause I think that's very important as well. Like how were you able to balance your businesses and then your writing and life actually as well? Cause there's also life. I mean, life happens. So you have to balance all those things. So how did you manage to balance all that? And, uh, and how did it help you to keep on writing? Because um, at times, for example, I'll share my own example is in this season, yes, I am working on two other books, but there was a time where uh, the, I had to, in a way, drop the writing for a bit to work on my business, but then realize that, you know, what, I'm still passionate about writing. So it also needs to be the main thing, you know, so 
how yeah, yeah. yeah so how do you balance all those things well first of all one thing one needs to understand is what works for them you know what works for them an example would be um for me let me take it to school because i'm actually a master student as well now okay um for my undergraduate i noticed that well, not just my undergraduate but then from high school i noticed that i'm not really good at reading in the afternoon you know during the day yeah. i'm like in a, a night yeah. owl i i like right reading or writing past you know 11 12 and i can go all night but when you tell me to read during the day i cannot so basically know what works for you know you as a person and know how when you have known that you know how to balance for example for business during the day i do my businesses during the night i can write because that's you know it's more peaceful more quieter and I, i don't know if i should say this that's when i i i think and things flow because you know yeah. when i at that, that time i'll be praying and you know listen to the spirit of god without any distractions and all that so that is what works for me i'm not saying it works for everybody else but if that doesn't work for you or you haven't discovered just try to make timetables you know you have the spirit of excellence in you when you have the spirit of excellence everything should be excellent it doesn't mean okay it's one part that needs to be perfect and you neglect the other part no all the parts need to be fruitful it needs to be fruitful because you have the spirit of excellence so god will help you the spirit of god will help you and also have timetables to say okay this is what i'm doing now this is what i'm doing now i'll do this next have have, have you know a schedule and you know what olga you hit the nail on the head you know like and i've been listening to this as well i was listening to a podcast recently and they were talking about how we have to not only know yourselves because there's this whole thing of as we as we start especially you know you know we hear all this info and we read all these things yeah. and we watch all these things about how to be a writer and we just adopt all these things and we think it's supposed to work you know like so mm-hmm. but whereas it's so important to in yourself to know okay yes i'm getting all this info but it has to filter through the person that i am you know like and that exactly. um individual person that you are mm-hmm. your strengths you have to work with that and balance those things and find out oh okay i'm like this so let me work with that mm-hmm. and not just trying to copy and paste what someone else yes. is doing and i think that's where it's very important you know what roland mm-hmm. the beauty is, is it, it it gets revealed in your uniqueness that's where the beauty of it comes out you know Mm. that's when you know the word of god says it makes everything beautiful in its time when you have known yourself to the point where you now understand anything that needs to be beautified or expressed through you it becomes so perfect because it's in line with your kind of person your uniqueness yeah Yeah. No, I like that. So mm-hmm. again, so if you listen to this and you're wondering how you start, the key is yes, listen to stuff, read stuff, learn stuff, but don't then copy and paste and think what works for that person A is going to work for me exactly because everyone is on their own journey, their own you writing your own book, you you writing from your story. So your story is not my story and the path that you're going to take is not the same path. So our paths are totally different and that's okay and we have to be okay with that and the more you know yourself and the more you're in touch with okay what are my strengths and weaknesses what am i good at what am i not good at all that plays into who you are as and as a person so i mean yes it's a book but it's also your life so i think these are yeah. very 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 good points with that um 
So I think as we come to the end, um, Olga, I want to just ask, are there any, is there anything else that you have to, 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 to say and to share on your experiences now you've written two books? I mean, I've written one book, so we are different already, but from your um, vantage point, what can you, uh, pulls of wisdom, can you leave behind and, and share um, for the person that is starting or, yeah, from the person that is starting their journey writing a book? Well, first of all, um, before I forget, I'll answer your question. Um, I forgot to talk about, you know, I've been talking about, oh, I've written books, I've written books. Mm-hmm. I haven't said to somebody, they don't even have an idea of what I've written about. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to really explain small, small on the book I just released, like about on character, because character, it applies to everyone. Yeah. It's a life to me. Yeah. So I'll basically just um, say a few things about character in the book if, if to, to encourage those that want to read, you know. And That's the fine. book simply talks That's about fine. the importance of character and what character is, you know. Character is basically... Um, a set of your principles, your standards, and your values. It's simply who you, who you are when nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, mm-hmm. most of we are just in the in the generation where we we play out to be this kind of people because you're more concerned about reputation. But inside, our character is not who we uh, uh, you know expose ourselves or you know. So basically, that book talks about who you are when nobody's watching. I mean, and character speaks or uh, it's it's your second voice it speaks where your voice cannot speak it, it it's simply you know when you can inter- constantly integrate your words your actions your deeds how you carry yourself as a person bearing in mind you are not at the mercy i'm saying at the mercy of your emotions because most of the people are wired by emotions oh i'm behaving like this because mm-hmm. of my emotions mm-hmm. this person got me angry oh I'm offended. No, but your character is simply at the mercy of the level of transformation you have received and sustained by time. So basically the book is talking about you maturing in character and purging undesired character so that everything that God has deposited in you, because in you, there's the fullness of the Godhead bodily that dwells in you. So all things that God has deposited should find expression. So basically, Character, uh, I've written about character, which might help you in certain things that you need to deal with because, you know, you there are certain places that might be talking about you, not necessarily is for you or I wrote it about you, but you can learn from, from, from that as well. And there are so many devotionals we wrote from, you know, the, a whole month where you can learn, there's where you can learn about love, what love is, what submission is, because people think, for example, submission is, you know, being suppressed, but it's simply, you know, um, acknowledging your weaknesses and your strength and still be under control. So a lot of things that I, I, I've written and also the book I'm going to release is on, on char- um, not on character, I mean on gifts, that we have now created the balance between your character and, you know, uh, fix things that don't need to be, you know, hanging on you. We're now dealing with your gifts, now expressing that which God has deposited in you to find expression without any hindrances. So it's just a continuation of, okay, we have dealt with character. Let's now deal with this. So I'm encouraging everybody to now read the books. They're very helpful because I'm learning. I'm learning as well, despite I'm the one who wrote it, but I can still learn. So those are the things I can say, basically. And that 
you know, what was your question again? I've already forgotten. I don't know. What um, pearls of wisdom can you impart uh, to someone who's just starting out? Like, what would you say to them? Um, because you've already written two books, but for that person who's just starting out, what have you got to say to them? Well, I'll say to them that, you know, you, you might think you're still a novice in that area, but there's always a, a beginning at, at, of everything. Everything starts from somewhere. Keep going on. Keep getting encouraged. Being encouraged. Uh, encouraged. Encourage yourself in the Lord, because nobody. If you're waiting for people to encourage you, you might never get people that will tell you that. So I'll just encourage you to keep going and refine yourself. Refine your gift. Keep. I mean, keep pushing on. Keep pushing and keep keep going. Keep going. That's all I can say. Keep going because Great. you never know to the lens to which you have your capacity, your abilities can go. Great. And before we go, I've been talking about your first book, but just in case someone um, might not listen to the first um, recording, what is the title of your first book? And in brief, what is it about? Okay, the first book is like a transformational book. It's a devotional. Um, It's called The New Move, The Chronicles of Living a Spirit Life. It's basically tools or life principles or biblical precedents where you can learn from, like I said, there's there's a part on love, there's a part on prayer, there's a part on, you know, walking with the Holy Spirit, there's a part on love. I mean, you know, being one body, we, we they, you know, in this generation, there's so many dimensions uh, of, you know, denominations and all, because maybe you're from this church or I'm from that church, we don't really see eye to eye. It basically tells you the biblical morals, the, the, you know, of living your life the right way and what should be done for you to obtain results in certain areas of your life. Success also is there. Thank you for that, Olga. So as we come to the end, where can people find you on Instagram or Facebook or website? Um, anyone can find me. Um, or firstly on our website. We have our website. It's um, www.awakeningthesuns.com. I'll repeat that again. www.awakeningthesuns.com. And you, they can also find me on, on Facebook. I actually have two accounts. I've recently opened an account, which is Olga Matsunura. The author, it has the author. And then I have, it's the same name with my my, my personal account as well. And on Instagram, you can find me on Olga underscore Hellenic. So those are the major platforms I can be available. And there's also my WhatsApp number as well. It's plus 90-533-842-5803. I'll repeat that again. Plus 90-533-842-5803. 03 so they can contact me any uh, any day anytime no not anytime well, I was not, less to say. Than, <laughs> not less than 10 p.m not less than any any other time not less than 10 p.m so these are all the platforms you can get to me and and the other the first book also has another email address that they can they can get well for me it's called um they can get to me it's called um the the chronicles of the new move if i'm right but there is the last the last page of the book there's another email address if you can get to me if you want if you know there are people that believe in email uh, not a maybe whatsapp or mm-hmm. other social medias mm-hmm. so you can also find that email address there as well so yes 
Okay, coolies. And what we'll do is I'll leave all those links in the show notes. Um, so you'll as you give me them, uh, and where also to get the books from, especially the first book and the second book. Um, but yeah, Olga, that was fun. Uh, Thank you for um, being for agreeing to being interviewed. Uh, can't wait for the third book to come out so we can have another interview. But thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Actually, I should be thanking you for giving me this platform. I mean, recognizing the value that I'm, you know, that is in within me, the potential value that I can give to your audience and basically any other person who might want to listen to this. And I'm really, really grateful. And I want us to all, you know, get there and, you know, push the gospel. The kingdom is already in us. You know, it has to come through us. We are not going to represent the kingdom when you go to heaven. No, it's now we need no. to manifest no. all these creatures. They are waiting the manifestation of the sons of God. And we are all sons of God. If we have been born again, so thank you, everybody, for finding it useful and learning something, one or two tools and principles that are biblically proven in the Bible. So I thank you so much, Roland. God bless you. That was a great interview. And my hope is that you enjoyed it too. And there was so much to digest and think on. And my hope is that as you have listened to this, is that, you know what, we all start somewhere and that even if you are about to take your first step or even if you've started taking that first step, don't be discouraged. Keep on going for your goals. And even if you have written your fourth or fifth book, you must know there is so much more in store and that, again, we need to have that never say die attitude and that whatever goals that we set can be achieved. So that is my hope for you. Um, and if you want a copy of Olga's second book, uh, Reforming Your Character, I've left the link um, down below. If you'd like her first book, um, the next move, I've left the link as well down below. If you'd like to get in touch with her, links again in the description in the episode show notes uh, below. Um, yes, and with that, I've come to the end of this episode. Comment below on what stood out the most to you. I would love to hear, and I'll guess, and I also guess, and I also, not guess, I know that you'd like to hear from you as well and hear what you thought. Um, and i also like to say to um to uh, rate this podcast and give it a five-star rating if you are enjoying it. And remember that you can follow me on Facebook too. And you can, um, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me. And as always, the links are down below. So I'd like to say thank you for listening to this episode. I will see you next week. And remember, you have something worth sharing. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.